am Molly Wood, host of CNET Anchor Desk. Oh, you tell me. I was about to take a sip of coffee there. I'm Tom Merritt. <laughs> Dude, and we're... Uh, author of The Real Deal column sometimes. <laughs> and we're starting now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Buzz Out Loud. Give us about five minutes. We'll give you our tech take on the news thanks to a little bit of coffee. Yeah. And, and a little bit of commentary, too. And we're going to book. Let's, should we bookend it? We'll start with the email and we'll finish with the phoner. I like it. Yeah. Because uh, we've been starting to get the the emails coming in, yeah. Buzz at cnet dot com and the the phone uh, voicemail coming in. Also, we'll give you that number at the end. Uh, and this is from what's this guy's name? Wes. Wes Purdue. Purdue. Uh, it's it's rich. We're not going to read it all because that would be our whole podcast. But it's but, awesome. But there's some good stuff in here. Yeah. Um, he's talking about the he was playing on the Mac uh, Intel story that we talked about. A while back, mm-hmm. uh, and he says, as an example of good Apple design, this are his words now. I've recently evaluated Yahoo Music Unlimited and its accompanying Yahoo Music engine in comparison to iTunes. While I really appreciate the "all you can listen while at your computer" feature Yahoo offers, I feel that the UI design of the music engine leaves much to be desired. Admittedly, it's still in beta, but it crashes somewhat regularly on my system. The screen real estate usage is incredibly poor, and the <laughs> UI feels inconsistent. We should hire this guy at CNET Reviews. <laughs> iTunes, on the other hand, is a dream to use. is incredibly intuitive and has never crashed on my windows xp laptop mm-hmm. well and that just carries through what apple's advantage always is even right. though they're more expensive and they're less open their stuff always works <laughs> it's really good ui i'm not going to be the one to disagree with you because i don't want to get all the hate mail but there are some people out there who would disagree actually i'm one of them <laughs> <laughs> my friend molly i have had i'm on my third ipod not because they broke or anything but i just have upgraded over the years and I actually have had, with all three, consistent problems with iTunes, both on a PC and on a Mac. But your problems were syncing? I had right? problems with syncing. iTunes does periodically crash for me, and it's really slow. On the Mac, actually, I had a problem that was so serious with iTunes. It was, it was after um, Panther came out that, it, that basically it broke. It was sort of an undocumented problem, but I found it all over the web and forums. It broke iTunes, and there had been no update. And so iTunes when I tried to sync my iPod, would crash so badly that it not only erased the entire iPod, it nuked the Finder on my Mac, which then had to be rebuilt on the command line. Well, did you upgrade... By an IT guy, because I'm not that smart. Did you upgrade without doing something else? I mean, you probably broke the rules, Molly. No, no, no. That's probably what happened. (laughs) Because Apple has very strict rules about how you're supposed to do things. You're right. You can't just go willy-nilly installing things. It was obviously a user error. Yeah. Anyway, Wes, we thank you for your email. Also, um, Wes chimed in on the question of whether we should go longer or shorter, more often, less often. I think we've determined that this seems to work. Some people want more, some people want less. So that must mean we're doing it... Pretty close to the sweet spot Pretty close to right. All right. So, in other news, speaking of iTunes, sort of, in a roundabout way, I think this is really interesting. Um, Sony, Ericsson, and Napster have announced that they're kind of getting together to offer a phone that will let you download music from Napster. Gee, what a great idea. What a great idea. Hey, I heard that Motorola and iTunes, I'm sorry, Apple, got together and um, cooked up a similar idea that was roundly rejected by the carriers. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on? But not on too publicly. There. Well, I think this is really interesting because it's such an obvious sweet spot. I mean, it's like, of course you want to download music to your phone. That's great. Phones are coming with more and more memory. But the carriers really are blocking it. And not necessarily super publicly, but it makes perfect sense. They're not signing any of these phones up and they all offer some sort of download service. Well, or and so or how will did, in the future. How did Sony Ericsson and Napster get it? I mean, 
Well, they haven't said. They said that they just say they're going to be pitching it to Carrier. So oh, it's going to be very okay. interesting to see. So they haven't actually got it done yet. Right. This is just yeah. a product announcement, and they're going to be going around saying, sign us up, and it'll be very interesting to see whether they do. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep an eye on that yes. one. Uh, another study that came out, I saw this on Slashdot, but it's actually, I saw it on Slashdot, but it's actually a news.com story. Uh, <laughs> four years later, after the w- release of Windows XP, half of businesses use Windows 2000. Yes. Huge Can you believe problem. that? Yeah. I do believe it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> When I first started at CNET five years ago, I was using Windows 98. Oh, yeah. It well, took me a long time to get upgraded to Windows 2000. When I left Tech TV a year ago, we were still using Windows 98. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's it's hard to upgrade. It was hard enough for CNET even to just upgrade to SP2, you know? We, we all finally use Windows XP, but that took who knows how long to get us all upgraded. Yeah. I mean, well, it's it's a big deal on the enterprise level, for sure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know what? If it's working, it's working. Yeah. Even if even if it's not working well, it's like you've gotten used to how to right. get around the things that don't work. Well, and especially after all those years of of Windows not working, I think people just really love 2000 because you know, it just worked. It worked pretty well. And XP may work better, but they don't know that because yeah. they're still on 2000. It's if it ain't broke, don't fix it yes. sort of thing. We're going to have to wrap it up, so I think this is a good time to listen to our most recent phone call. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Veronica Hi, my name is Alberto. I am uh, one of your listeners. Uh, I used to be hooked up in the CNET radio, and now I am happy that CNET has this service, and I will suggest do it daily so I can listen to you in my afternoon commute. Okay, thank you. Great show. Aw, thank you, Alberto. We can't do it every day. This is getting embarrassing. This is getting embarrassing. So we appreciate all your comments, both positive and negative. We have gotten the negative ones, but we don't read them. Negative ones come by email usually. They do, yeah. And they no one wants to... like you're stupid. Yeah, you're ugly. Which, dude, it's a podcast. You can't tell. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> anyway, we would love it if um, you, you know, Tom and I, we like to think we know stuff. So if you have questions that you would like us to answer or at least bandy about on our little podcast, send them, call them in. That'd be great. We'd love to hear. Yeah, the comments from uh, Mr. Purdue earlier in the in the. The podcast were great. Perfect so, example. You know, give us a topic. Throw out throw out some controversy. Bring it on. Bring the conversation in. <laughs> it's one eight hundred six one six C N E T is the phone number if you would like to call us or email us buzz at cnet.com. B-U-Z-Z at cnet.com. Oh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Adios.